Amen. God, you have heard our prayers today, and at this moment, you have seen our prayers. Prayers that we embody through our movement. Those prayers that say, God, we need you to order our steps, to order our lives, to show us the way, to give us direction. God, you know our wandering tendencies. You know how easily we are distracted. And you know how easily we give in to our fears. Now sometimes we are afraid to even move. Oh God, help us to step in movement with you unashamed, unafraid, boldly, faithfully. Show us, teach us, order our steps. Amen. Like Ron Drum, who talked today about Acts chapter 2, I also have some drama queen tendencies. And uh, just a few. <laughs> and in recent weeks, uh, oh, the scripture has just been amazing. I mean, powerful, dramatic stuff going on. Everything from the transfiguration where Jesus is turned into this blazing fire and cloud and movement, all this powerful stuff going on. And they just want to live in that moment. And then at the resurrection, the stones rolled away and Jesus comes back to life. And then last week, there was this amazing earthquake that set our apostles free, broke them out of jail. And then today in Acts chapter 2, we have fire and wind and all this amazing stuff going on. It's great. I love preaching that stuff. But let me tell you the truth. That's never happened to me. <laughs> I've never seen God in an earthquake. And even when I have prayed my heart out, I've not experienced that rushing wind to blow away whatever I was praying about. And that fire, <laughs> it's not come down. And so, I wondered if maybe that was your experience too. God has, I'm sure, spoken to all of us in a variety of ways. But has it ever happened like you've seen it described in the dramatic scriptures? If it has, I'd love to hear your story. <laughs> I have found that God works in more subtle ways in quieter ways. Ways that are, yes, very powerful. Ways that really show who God is. But not in these bold and dramatic ways. I have found that God is much more like the God we see in the gospel lesson that was shared for us today. Our disciples in the gospel lesson today were also in a room but there was no wind and there was no fire filling the room. In fact, you want to know what filled the room? It was fear. Fear. No wind, no fire, fear. You see, the disciples had given up everything to go with Jesus. 
He had convinced them to lay down their nets and lay down their professions and follow him. And follow him they did. They fell in love with Jesus. In Jesus, they met someone like they'd never met before. And during their time with him, they found that they were living more and more boldly. They were living past their fears. And in so doing, they saw healings. They saw transformations. They saw lives changed. But now, everything was shifting. No matter how much they tried to deny it, they knew that Jesus was going to leave them soon. This one who had staked his life on them and on whom they had staked their lives was leaving. And in their mind, not only was he leaving, he was going to leave them hanging. They couldn't imagine life without him, and they were scared to death. The thoughts going through their mind in today's scripture were thoughts like, what are we going to do without you? What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to our community? Their greatest fear is that everything was going to fall apart. And in our scripture today, they have so much in common with us. That room was filled with fear. And most likely, if we were all honest, we could number our fears today as well. And even if we sing about fire and wind, the reality is we really don't expect that to happen today. But is it possible that Jesus could come to us like he did to those disciples and answer the questions that we might have? We have all known fear. It threatens us in every dimension of living and every day of our lives. Do I have the strength and the skills to take on challenging tasks? Can I make it financially? Can I risk generosity in sharing what I have with others? Will I endanger my job if I speak out about injustices? Can I be compassionate to people I don't know and risk being taken advantage of? Can I apologize to others I've hurt and take the chance that they will not forgive me? Can I admit my brokenness and other shortcomings and still be able to live with myself? All these fears can overwhelm us and keep us from becoming the full human person and disciple of Jesus that God intends us to become. Hmm. Our questions. Our fearful questions. Questions like the disciples had that day. Jesus knew he was going to leave them and when he looked into their eyes that day, he saw their fear. And he knew that what they needed at that moment was something that would linger with them beyond his life with them. Not wind and fire and earthquakes and transfigurations. Not all this stuff from the outside but something that would live inside of them and center them and strengthen them forever. And so Jesus said some powerful words that burned away and blew away their fears. 
Jesus looked them in the eye and said, My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Peace, Spirit, the breath of God, the breath of God breathed into them and out of them. Strong enough for their entire lives. Oh yes, Jesus left them, but he didn't leave them hanging. Instead, Jesus gave them something to hold on to and hang on to, and that's the Spirit inside. The Spirit moving through them, in them, a part of them. Jesus said, I am going to the Creator, and the Creator and I are one. But I do not leave you orphaned. I do not leave you homeless. In fact, I give you the Spirit who will live inside of you so that every breath you breathe will be that wind. What kind of wind? The wind of peace. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Peace greater than any fear. Any fear? How about cancer? Two years ago, I faced the crisis of cancer, the dreaded disease which had already taken the life of two close relatives and had invaded two others. It now attacked me. At such times, we can never really predict our own response. At first, I fell into a hole, defeated, and my feelings, they roamed in the spectrum of fear and despair. My life was thrown into turmoil, and my future was very uncertain. I felt totally helpless in the face of a silent and very aggressive enemy. Beyond the fear, I found understanding and love. My pain was shared by others, and in that sharing there was comfort and hope. Health has become a relative experience. Time is etched with urgency. Life, which I am too prone to take for granted, has assumed a precious value. People and the time spent with them, they're the treasures, and it's not to be calculated or abused. It's a story of Joan Poole's in a book called Every Bush is Burning. God may not come to us in wind and fire, but God comes to us in those moments that transfigure us, those moments when we get the word that our partner is leaving us, those moments when we may get that diagnosis, those moments when we understand that we've lost our job, those fearful moments become transfiguring moments when the breath of the Spirit breathes new hope into us. Jesus does not leave us hanging, but gives us something to hang on to or someone. And that someone is the Spirit working through each of us. There's a story that says that after Jesus 
multiplied the loaves and fishes. He was walking along a lonely road and a seeker came to him and said, you told your disciples after you multiplied the loaves and fishes to gather up the fragments. And I've wondered what you meant by that. What do you mean by gathering up the fragments? Jesus looked into the eyes of that seeker and said, those fragments are your fears. Because like the loaves and the fish, your fears tend to multiply. You cannot carry those fears alone. So I am your Christ, and I invite you to gather up all the fragments of your fears and put them in a basket and bring that basket to me and let me carry your fear for you. Gather up the fragments. Gather up the fears. On this Pentecost Sunday, yes, we praise a God who comes in powerful and sometimes dramatic ways. But more than ever, we need a God who will come to us in a deep and personal way. So on this Pentecost Sunday, I invite you to take just a moment, close your eyes if you're comfortable, and I invite you to simply open your hands. It's a symbol of an open heart. It's easy for us to live in denial of our fears, to pretend that we're enough or mature enough to not be afraid anymore. But in all honesty, we're human. And most likely many of us today have a fear of some sort or another. Identify one fear today, that one fear that may be draining your energy or keeping you awake at night. And imagine yourself on that road with Jesus, for you also are a seeker, seeking peace, seeking hope. And you ask Jesus that question. What do you mean by the fragments? And Jesus says, I mean your fear. And I want your fear. I want to carry it, not with you, but for you. I want you to give your fear to me. Imagine Jesus taking your hand at this moment and taking that fear, taking it to himself and carrying it and leaving you with nothing but peace. Remember his words to the disciples. They are also words for us today. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. You are my daughters, you are my sons, you are my beloved. I call you by name. Before you were named on earth, you were named in heaven. And heaven is strong enough for you. My peace. I leave with you. I give with you. Amen.